0: everyone. That was a good one. I had no idea what we were going to start with today because we had some fun discussions this morning already, guys. It is morning. The rain has finally stopped, everyone. That is absolutely beautiful. It is sunny out for those on Facebook Live. You can see it behind us. Wow, what a great way to start the weekend and to start what an amazing episode we're about to have. And just to remind you guys, This is Awaken to Greatness with Lillian Beecroft, that is me, that is I, and this show is all about educating, encouraging, and taking action within our communities through politics, faith, and life. We have done a lot about life, we've done faith, this month is dedicated to politics. I think today's show is going to be very educational for a lot of you, as well as just some great conversations surrounding politics from some people that are very involved locally and the last reminder for the beginning of this show is please go follow me on social media at Awaken to Greatness on Facebook and Instagram. Also, feel free to email me with any questions, concerns, ideas, just want to chat. Email me at Awaken to Greatness at gmail.com. Wow. What a morning. I'm so excited. I don't think you guys understand. I have a very good friend of mine on today, Nick Craig. Some of you may know him. He's got his own show on the station as well, Against the Norm. And some of you may know him from local politics. He's everywhere. He does everything. Nick Craig. Good
1: welcome. morning. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? Good.
1: I think, was I on your first, second show? First show? You are on show? my first show. I think so. Yeah. Mm.
0: Maybe my second show.
1: I think it was your second show. You
0: had the other gentleman wow. on your first show. Yes. I'm sorry, you weren't first. My bad. That's
1: how it always works. <laughs>
0: but I think you started with him doing
1: the election coverage. Oh, yes, yes. That
0: was my first time on air.
1: That was the day, was that election day? No, the day no, before election
0: The day. night before election day, yes. I technically wasn't supposed to be on air, but you it talked me into right? it. It all worked out. Why do why, why you say technically? Because no? <laughs> I worked for a campaign at the time.
1: What are they going to do? Fire you?
0: A <laughs> day,
1: day before the election. <laughs> that, I mean, you yeah, got true. 10 hours
0: to the election true. and, and fire you. It's like
1: those people that get fired like three weeks before their retirement, and it's like, oh man. Yeah, <laughs> like that, you, that you really stings. You couldn't just wait.
0: Exactly, <laughs> to but commit a crime. You know, technically, I wasn't supposed to be on air, but I didn't talk about it, so it's fine. You know, it's not like I talked about the campaign specifically. they were, were going to dock you all seven dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was yep. Nick Craig definitely helped me get into radio which is amazing because this is what I want to do I've talked to you guys about this before you know this is something I'm very passionate about I think it's something we need to bring back a lot of people you know radio throw they throw it over their shoulder to the side and I'm like why radio is amazing Don't get all the hoopla of the news and Fox and all that it's not a beauty competition
1: there's only one person we can thank for that
0: exactly and that's a good segue into it I mean the passing of rush
1: yes the greatest of all time
0: Yep. Very sad. I think Nick was actually, you were the first person that I found out from because I immediately received a text from you.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, was it Monday? Tuesday? I don't know. I was listening. And, yeah. Uh, his uh, his wife, Catherine, came on the air and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Never hear, you've never hear Catherine on the air. Mm-mm. And uh, she announced. Now, uh, say this, fortunately, at least we knew, people had a year to say goodbye and, Yes, and send their emails and messages. So it's not like he just dropped dead randomly. No, and so I'd that, say that his, his send was off
0: good. was pretty great, too. I, I mean, would, being I able agree. to be applauded by the president himself right next to his family. That
1: gets me every time I watch that. Very, Gosh, very I emotional. cried
0: when it was happening. I was like, wow, like somebody actually getting recognized for for the consistent fight. I mean, since the beginning, Rush has been an open, active voice who just does not. He he will say what he believes will not cater to anybody else
1: well I mean if you go back and look at the the Bill Clinton years I mean the only reason that Newt Gingrich became speaker of the house was because of Rush Limbaugh I think Mm -hmm. you can accurately say that Donald Trump even George W Bush may have not existed in their situations without Rush Limbaugh yeah which is pretty crazy cuz like you think of the you think of one person having such an impact on politics right like yeah as big as somebody like trump or obama big names but s- some outsider that has no affiliation having such an impact is what's
0: well, when your voice is that strong
1: 30 million people a week That's oh, yeah crazy
0: especially when the message that you're getting across is one that you don't hear every day like his, i could tell you his his voice his message you didn't see on the news you didn't hear anywhere else either he was like one of a kind
1: truly yeah. well and you even look at the um the rise of, of Fox News and now Newsmax and One America, I think without Rush Limbaugh, those either don't exist or exist in a very different um, way. And I know some people are saying, you know, oh, he's a this, he's a that. And that's fine. You can have your opinion of the guy. But um, if you're not an idiot, um, it you can't you you can't not say that Rush Limbaugh did not have a I don't know. I, I think we our country could be. 20 or 30 years further down the road that we don't want it to be without Rush having done what he did in the late 80s to early 90s.
0: Exactly. And, you know... He
1: he was like the... He was the... uh, He attempted to stop it and did to some extent. mm -hmm. But it couldn't... If if he didn't, who knows where... We'd we'd be maybe full-on communist Chinese by now. Exactly.
0: He didn't even have... He had more of an impact on just society and politics as a whole, but also just the impact he had on radio in general. And
1: I found out something this week that I'm sure you didn't know because I didn't know it. Did you know that restaurants in the early nineties had rush rooms? What? So restaurants would have rooms set up in the restaurant that they would play Rush Limbaugh over the speakers, and people would come in and just sit and listen to them and eat lunch. It was a very popular thing. It was called a rush room. Can we bring that back? I was thinking like <laughs> that's awesome. But imagine that, like, and and obviously it was very polarizing because some people would say, Oh, I don't want to listen to this. Bigot, you know, or whatever isms you could throw at mm-hmm. him, but it was very popular. Radio, local radio stations would sponsor a Rush Room at a restaurant. I was reading about it. It's just, that's crazy. You're so popular that a restaurant is, it has a separate room with Rush Limbaugh playing, and like they'd have fax machines so you could send your notes to Rush. Very, very interesting. I remember this. Uh, I think it was uh, the restaurant was uh, Chuck E. Cheese with the Rush Room. No, that's yeah. a good one, TK. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but just, just think about that. Like, that's just, that's... I
0: think that's something we should bring back. I mean, give people a space where on your typical, you know, we all go out to lunch all the time. We go out to dinner.
1: You'd be canceled. Can't do it.
0: Well, I mean, also with everything going on at the moment.
1: That's what I'm saying. But... You'd, you'd be canceled. If you were a restaurant owner and decided, hey, I was going to have a room where I play talk radio, uh, people would come and probably try to burn down your restaurant or run you out of town. That is that's a god's that's honest truth. And that's is, that's
0: really it's sad. pathetic.
1: It's not sad. It's pathetic.
0: That is true. Because you know I think that's a perfect opportunity for us too to continue on the message of that we've all been pushing. I'd say both sides have been pushing for this better education in the facts just given straight up. talk radio for the most part, I believe gives more facts and more news than the news does these well, days It
1: has to it's three hours it's you know like you look at a show on either CNN or MSNBC or even Fox it's a one hour show mm-hmm. that's riddled with commercials and guests. There's not any. Facts it's more news. about
0: what you're seeing and not about of what of course what you're hearing and it's what's ener- actually there it's
1: I think the big <clears throat> excuse me the big difference between talk radio and conservative talk TV one is more entertainment the other is not, and that would be talk radio tends to be more informational when, mm-hmm. and I understand why it's entertainment the what is the goal at Fox News to make money and you don't make yep. money by hi, this is the news. Let me read through the Senate bill. I mean, nobody wants to listen to that. I watch that. It's the same
0: concept of when people make the comment, you know, of course, being a female and wanting to go into communications and broadcasting, eventually the thing that's always said is, is, oh, you have to have a certain image too to do it. So it's not even, you don't always get put on there either because you're the best at what you know. And because of what you're able to convey and the news you're able to find and give, you're not brought on because you're a good journalist. You're brought on to the news now because you have a pretty face and a pretty voice. Well, and to
1: be fair, a lot of those pretty faces and pretty voices, they just read off the teleprompter. And that's 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 not a... No, the real dis, journalists no, no, are
0: behind the scenes.
1: No disrespect to those people, mm-hmm. but like... They're, they're, but then you they, listen
0: to talk radio and...
1: They rip like Dana We are Ash. the behind
0: the scenes. Yeah,
1: like you look at Dana Lash's show. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not reading... Somebody doesn't, she's not staring at a teleprompter for three hours reading what, reading her thoughts, or excuse me, reading somebody else's thoughts.
0: Exactly. I mean, last week I I said it too. I was like, hey, guys, I'm completely winging it today. (laughs) You know, I'm honest about it. I I put together everything that I talk about. I research myself, everything that I'm discussing as well. There's no behind the scenes here. There's no teleprompter. We truly are just talking about what we know, what we hear, what we see. But to kind of sum that up, I mean… Our prayers go out to Rush's family and his wife, but he made a really big impact, and I think everybody should pour one out for him.
1: We need to keep them. We need to. I see a lot of people um, <clears throat> freaking out about it. Need to keep the message going. Right. Mm-hmm. Wh- wh- Don't
0: get scared that he's he's gone and think that it's over, because now it just means we have big shoes to fill. Well,
1: and it does, and that's what a lot of. I've seen, I saw a lot of posts this week. I'm kind of a, this might be a shock to some people, I'm kind of a radio nerd. And I saw a lot. Oh, really? I know. I know. It's shocking. (laughs) Um, But a lot of people saying like, "Oh my God, the radios, talk radio is over." Uh, Yeah, if you allow it to be, sure.
0: That's the negative way to view it. We're all about positivity here. Yeah. The positive way to view it is is you could make. Man, we have we have big shoes to fill. Don't get me wrong. It's not going to be easy to.
1: And you'll never fill them.
0: Oh no, you'll never replace Rush. But trust me, we we can walk right beside
1: where he walked. Well, you have to. That's what. That's what. That's what he would want. Exactly. Yeah. Sad week but again fortunately knew it i had a chance to send a couple of notes to him over the past year as he was doing that on his website mm-hmm. send your pr- prayers or thoughts to rush so sucks but at least we knew about it
0: so. exactly yep. it's, it's life it happens we got to prepare but We're,
1: lived a hell of a life i'll tell you that
0: oh yeah definitely stories to tell but you know moving on now We're going to talk a little bit about the show mission is to educate, encourage, and take action. So we are going to start with educating today. As promised, February is dedicated to politics and political education here. And what better person to have on today to have some discussions about politics? I kind of wish I would have had you on for the discussion of liberal versus conservative, oh, Republican no, you versus Democrat. would not
1: have wanted me on for that.
0: I know, exactly. Uh, for those of you that might not know, Nick Craig and I are very, very good friends. And we are kind of opposites in a lot of ways. I'm the positive one <laughs> of the two of us. And I wouldn't say you're negative.
1: I am. Okay. I'm, a, excuse <laughs> me, I'm well. I'm a realist. You're
0: see. I was even being more positive by saying you're not negative, and you're like, no, I'm negative. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd say realist is accurate. Um. Sometimes you fall into the pessimist side of realism.
1: So I surround myself with a bunch of negative people. So that's
0: <laughs> except for me. Yeah.
1: Sure.
0: But um. So it's very interesting when we have discussions. I we've had we've had shows together a couple times now, and we've been told multiple times. I've been asked. Why don't you and Nick do a show together? And I'm like, I don't think I could do this every week. No offense, but. Why? Because sometimes I just like to have a positive, really? completely just boom, positive day. But with you, we get into the hard discussions. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a great thing. We have to do it.
1: Well, I think that's what people need.
0: Exactly. And so I'm not going to deny it. That's why I have you on once every now and then. It's great. It's yeah, so- great, yeah. <laughs> So to start off today's education, uh, a lot of you, this is something that can affect local, definitely affected state recently, and it also can affect the federal. So I believe it is important for us to discuss as we can do this locally as well. But specifically, we're going to discuss what is censoring.
1: Terrible word.
0: I hate it. I mess it up every t- This morning I tried saying it, and I was like, shir, shir,
1: shir, 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 shir,
0: shir, It's not censoring. So for those of you that are like correcting me. In your car it's not censoring it's censuring they're two different things similar but different yep and i would like to start off by going ahead and reading this is the senate the the u.s senate's definition of the word censure less severe than expulsion a censure sometimes referred to as condemnation or denouncement does not remove a senator from office It is a formal statement of disapproval, however, that can have a powerful psychological effect on a member and his or her relationships in the Senate. They even give you a nice little example. In 1834, the Senate censured President Andrew Jackson, the first and only time the Senate censured a president since 1789. The Senate has censured nine of its members. Last part kind of irrelevant, but for those of you that like history, good little fact there. But moral of the story is that it says right here, it is a disapproval, a statement of disapproval. So you're saying I don't like you.
1: No, you're saying I don't like what you did.
0: True, I don't like what you did. Sometimes it's I don't like you, but it's saying I don't like what you did. So I'm gonna do something that only has a psychological effect on you and maybe some of your supporters.
1: It's nothing more than it's it's a it's nothing more than a slap on the wrist.
0: I was just about to say the exact same thing.
1: See, that's why we should do a show together. It- <laughs> no, it's not at all. It's it's nothing but a slap on the wrist. But it, instead of just saying, "Hey, I disagree with you," it's a formality. Like, when yeah, Richard Burr was censured. The entire executive committee voted unanimously. Mm-hmm. And there's twenty-eight or thirty-one people on the on that on that board. Yep. And these are not these are you know big wigs. I mean, like yeah. these are these are like for example the chairwoman of the young republicans michael Watley, the chairman of the the, the uh, state gop and these are large players on this group or in this board that decided to to do this with richard burr after his uh impeachment vote mm-hmm. and it doesn't you're right it doesn't do anything yes
0: yeah. and for those of you that might not keep updated with that um north carolina republican party formally censured uh, richard burr this past week um like he said to censure In North Carolina specifically, um, it's pretty across the board, though. Everybody has the same guidelines. It has to be by unanimous consent, which means every single person has to vote yes for it to happen. And like he said, it's a board of over 30 people who all voted yes. Let's censure him. Now, we were technically a part of the process. Yep. Because. I gave my vote. Yep. We're represented by the YR chairwoman. And she, of course, reached out to the group and said, hey, what stance are we taking on it? What are we going to do? Um. The group majority said censure. So, of course, she Mm -hmm. followed suit with the group and voted to censure and everybody else did as well. And I think so. I'm I'm kind of half and half on censuring. Do I think that it's great for us to take a stand and to stand up and say, hey, we do not support what you did? Because this isn't just because of what he did recently either. I think this has been a buildup. Because a lot of people have not been appreciative or agreed with a lot of the things that Burr has been doing the past few years. Yeah,
1: like trading stocks, knowing that the all the, yeah. the all hell's gonna break loose. Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of people don't even know about that, which is funny. You know, a lot of people just don't kind of stay tuned with that side of it. But he's he's been doing a lot that I would say our party doesn't stand for. Um, meaning that he hasn't been representing North Carolinians in our party. But. The tricky part of this is that although it is good to take the stand to censure him and say hey we disapprove of what you're doing is he he's leaving office anyways i keep seeing people all over facebook we need a primary him we need to do this Ugh. and that and i'm like y'all he he's not running again
1: if i had a dollar for every person i'll use it a- kind word person i saw on facebook saying that same thing i'd be a multi-millionaire i'd have a private plane flying me around the world it's
0: public information during the campaign it was a huge thing that we we talked about during the campaign because tillis's seat was up we people would question Burr's seat and we would respond burr is not running again he he's done he is stepping away he is not even going to primary none of it and there will be a he's primary
1: done. in march of next year yes with
0: which we already have candidates stepping up for
1: mark walker who was here last week Yep, Pat which, McCrory likely throws hat in.
0: Yep, uh, that's almost. I think.
1: Laura, there's some there. rumors about her jumping in. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll mm-hmm. be a fun primary.
0: And so, do I think that the censure of Burr was? What I have voted yes. Yes, I would have voted. Now,
1: if you don't want me asking, did you respond to that email?
0: I did not. Um, there's. Well,
1: can I ask why? Uh, okay.
0: Because
1: yeah. you know. That's, so, but, but, that's a different subject if, if for a you different were, day. If you were to have responded, what would you have said?
0: Oh, of course I would have said we need to send you oh, Burr.
1: okay.
0: All right. 100%. Um, I didn't respond just because right now we're going through a move. Formality. Formalities with the group. So, long story. Soon I'll be with Nick Craig <laughs> for the YRs. So, there we go. And, you know, I think it's great, but do I think that we could do more that would have a bigger impact on Burr? I mean, technically, a lot of states are pushing to – because he's not the only one that's getting censured. South
1: Carolina, Arizona. Mitt Romney's, of <clears throat> yeah, course.
0: But, but, but um, I
1: mean, how many times has he been
0: they've, – They've tried to do that so many times anyway, so.
1: Trying to can, – can, I guess you can, you can recall a senator, mm-hmm. but then I believe that's appointed by the governor. So I don't believe that would necessarily be. The,
0: See, that's the, that's why this is a tricky subject for me, because, of course, I say, you know, we need to take further action that affects his votes because he can vote still. We can course, censure yeah. him and he still gets his job just not changed.
1: He's not impeached. I saw a no. lot of people saying, oh, we should impeach him. It's like, well, first of all, you can't impeach him. But second of all, a censure is not. Which is why
0: I think him. it's important for us to be educating people on these things, yep. too, so that they're not getting on Facebook and touting, you know, we need to not primary him, you know. This is why I want this platform for this show, because I can say things like when Burr came out originally, if I would have had this show, I would have made a discussion. And I would have said, hey, Burr came out. He will not be running again. We need to look for who we're going to put in the primary next go round. Yeah. And like you just said, if we remove him from office right now, his seat gets to be filled.
1: I believe that's the case. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Well, actually, no, maybe. The well, part- no,
0: the, the party gets to promote who it is. OK. But still, I mean, do we really want to risk that with the election? Just one. Doesn't make sense. Because because the party could also technically put up options that a lot of people might not agree with still. But the party gets to choose it, not the people.
1: The guy's out of office in a year, it seems like to me. And plus, Let's that's... wait
0: till the people get to vote to replace yeah, him. Let's just go ahead and wait for the people to be able to replace him.
1: Actually, yeah, because that's, that's what happened with um, that lady from Georgia Green, mm-hmm. T- Taylor Green. She was appointed to that seat after did somebody die or resign or step down and then she had to rerun, but that was kind of messy. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that's what we just saw in Georgia again too with Lawler.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she was appointed and she was appointed not at the wishes of the president. Yes. The president wanted somebody else yep. that I believe if we would have appointed that person, the Senate election would have gone very differently, yeah. but you know, who, who am I? Who am I? What to are say you going It's over. But, you know, so that, that kind of is a little bit of education on censuring. Censuring. It's like sin and then sureing.
1: Got but it. it. But it really doesn't, I mean, it, yeah, going back to it, it really doesn't do anything. No. But it is a good, I mean, and I think besides a few people, um, mm-hmm. I think it was pretty unanimous for Republicans across North Carolina yes. that believed. Cause, and, and just to give a little background on this, uh, Richard Burr voted to not even have the election. Or, excuse me, not even to have the trial. Mm -hmm. He voted with a majority of Republicans to not even go forward with the process of impeachment.
0: If you want to have a good laugh, go look at his uh, statement in response to being censured.
1: Yeah. And then (laughs) votes to impeach the president after really no evidence was brought forward. Mm -hmm. At least no new evidence. I mean, it wasn't really a—I mean, it was kind of a kangaroo court. Yep. And then votes to impeach him. Yep. of Makes you wonder what was pulling the strings behind that because yep. it doesn't seem like something. Now, because I mean, he traditionally he outside of I know outside of the whole stock thing, mm-hmm. I mean, traditionally he's been a fine Republican. I mean, I wouldn't say he's, he's been
0: fine, though. he doesn't. That's s- the thing, he hasn't been
1: he doesn't, he's not setting the world on fire, but he's not, he's he hasn't not been Mitt, great. He's either. not Mitt Romney or Lisa Murkowski or, or, or uh, Susan Collins, he's never been one of those Republicans,
0: but he's also not a Mark Meadows, David C- Rouser. You know, but strong. he's ne- he's
1: never been one of those Republicans where people go, oh, you know, here's an important vote. We got to watch out for Burr to make sure he doesn't flip. He's never been that. So That's that, true. It, it That's is just know. it is very interesting. Maybe, maybe he thinks I need to have a conscience or some nonsense yeah, like but that. But here's
0: here's my thing: is I 100 percent would definitely support and push other states that want to go through with the censure, especially if your candidate is not done in their position, if they're not up until.
1: You know, was Tim Scott censured in South Carolina? Was it it wasn't Tim Scott. It was a prominent Republican so. in South
0: Carolina. It wasn't Tim Scott because he just got boosted up. Okay. He came out with like something pro Trump recently and boosted his ratings back up. But um you know, it's just
1: it was Tom Rice in South Carolina.
0: Yeah. So my thing is is censuring somebody that is up for re-election that can make a big difference because they know now that formally their party does not support what they're doing and it's their party that that votes them back in
1: well so then
0: they know that they need to mend
1: bridges but there's one other thing about uh, talking about education about primaries that I don't think a lot of people understand the party does not pick the nobody any I could decide to run for that Senate seat yes there are there is no all I have to do is file Mm -hmm. With the State Board of Election, that's it. And that's the case with, I believe, every other seat uh, election across the state. Anybody can decide to run for any seat as either a Democrat, an Independent, or a Republican. Yes. And no, no party, either the Democrats or the Republicans, have any say to whether that person does or doesn't run. Now, of course, you have the primary process where you could lose, but, like, when you saw you could still run like our county commission there was mm-hmm. what 12 republicans running the, the the county party doesn't have any say over that it's No just,
0: they do have a a big And they have
1: to stay um It's similar to the psychological
0: to push is yes. you know if you have the support of your party you are more likely to win in the primary just because you have more of a campaign base already yeah. um set in stone support I know Brunswick County if you are not in the party You're going to have a way harder time. Oh, that's
1: the case with everything.
0: And even if you are outside of it, if you're outside of the party going into an election, but you want to run, because we did see this last election in Brunswick County, um, we had somebody that wasn't necessarily very politically involved that wanted to run for school board. But as soon as he put his name on the on the ballot and won his primary as well, he made an effort to become a part of the party.
1: So. The party is very important. I know there's lots of talks about. In certain counties,
0: it's less important than others, though. I will admit that. There are counties where the party is not very established yet. Therefore, you're going to be at the same level as everybody else is running against you. Um, You don't necessarily have um, an upper hand in certain counties as you would in like, Brunswick if you were running for the party.
1: And I'll remind you and everybody else that your county party is not the Ronna McDaniel. Ronald mcdaniel's gop Mm -hmm. there's a there's a very i talked about this
0: i believe last week as well
1: significant because i know everybody's all pissed off at the gop so they're leaving
0: the local party so stupid we saw it we saw it in our group (laughs) and you know i had a nice formal response to um some women that were displeased with um the party and i i wanted to remind them hey we're not the rnc you Brunswick could not be county county further removed GOP. from the RNC. Exactly. Especially in Brunswick. I mean, Brunswick County GOP is not the RNC. Brunswick County Republican Women is not the RNC. New Hanover GOP is not the RNC.
1: They're like like four or five removed from like the RNC. Like, yes. This idea that the RNC has any... And honestly, that the RNC even cares what goes on in if counties anything, like this. Our <laughs>
0: counties have more say in the RNC than the RNC does in our county.
1: Absolutely. No question. Because
0: we get to promote the delegates yeah. that...
1: Mm-hmm. 100%.
0: Rank go up. You know, that's another discussion we had about precincts. It all starts at the precinct level, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me. But starting in your precinct level is where you can affect change at the RNC level. But the RNC can't come down to your precinct and do anything.
1: Yeah, for the most part. Exactly.
0: So, other than psychological things, mm-hmm. they could say they don't like your group and that could hurt you. Mm-hmm. But in reality, they can't do anything by the books. So,
1: everybody just needs to chill. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, serious. Literally, everybody just needs like I know everybody's all upset and Mm -hmm. still so am I. I get it. But everybody just needs to chill. I think
0: everybody should take a step back. Um, I think we all need to take a step back and take this gap opportunity because we do have a gap year for elections, kind of, because another thing I wanted to talk about was local, local elections that are actually happening this year. But um, I think we all need to take a step back. And we need to use this gap opportunity to learn how the whole system works. Learn about what the local pa- county parties are, what they do, the power they hold, because they do hold power. Our pa- our county party had to appoint three positions this year, this past campaign. We appointed three positions and filled them. So, you know, take a step back to learn, um, to educate yourself and so that you can better understand how you can help. And you can also understand how the system works as a whole so that you're not jumping the gun and burning bridges where really they don't need to be burned.
1: Can I make a positive statement that might surprise you?
0: A positive statement from Nick Craig. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Okay, I'm ready.
1: I'm not happy with the results of the election, right? I'll be first to say that. I wish Donald Trump had won.
0: Okay, yes. At first, I was like, you're starting off not very positive, but okay.
1: I think maybe we needed. To happen for people to really say oh my god like this is this can't be allowed to happen again it's like one of those things like you, you need to be you need to be punched in the face a couple times before you're like like that's what they always say about fighters right like, yeah you're not, you're not a good fighter until you, somebody really beats you down well it's and maybe that's lessons. what just happened with us and yeah. when I say us I mean conservatives Republicans whatever you want to call yourself
0: anybody that is under the dome of Republican policy
1: yeah, I would uh, say that again. I wish the. I, I'm not saying I'm glad that Trump lost because I'm not. Um, but maybe it, it maybe, has given
0: us an opportunity to
1: and it, that's really re,
0: reassess. Yes,
1: an opportunity. Does it's not a it's not a given. It's an opportunity.
0: Exactly, an opportunity for us to reassess what government is, what it means, what we stand for as individuals, what we stand for as a party, what we stand for as an ideology, and
1: what we don't stand for.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It, this truly is an opportunity for us to do better next time. I think and consistently do better.
1: I think there will be a more I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in twenty the primaries leading up to 2022. My guess, my gamble would be it will be the highest GOP turnout primary probably ever. and I will say that if had Trump had won that prop and again, take mm-hmm. that for what it's worth it probably would not have happened otherwise. We needed to get chopped off at the knees, which is essentially what happened to us yep. in November, for people to go, enough. If I really want to make a difference, I can. I have a feeling this would be the highest turnout primary ever.
0: I want to continue to push this as well. Hearing Nick say that, you guys, do not leave the party
1: on if- paper. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, hey, if you're... You,
0: you can. I'm, I'm, not telling yeah, go you, ahead. I'm not telling you not to. If you think that's going to do
1: something good for you, then go ahead and leave the party. Because yes. you're not going to be useful. You're but, not going to be useful. Well, here's anyway. the thing is
0: you could be useful because...
1: We have cl- we're a close primary state.
0: Exactly. Let's be real. We're not ready for a third party to come in and win yet. We're not.
1: This is a two-party system. Like it or hate it.
0: Exactly. And so don't leave that because, yes, you could still go up at the in the primaries, but typically if you're the one that's leaving the, the Republican Party right now, you're probably not planning to vote in the primary, are you? No. But I'm telling you, stay Republican, go vote in the primary in North Carolina.
1: March of next year.
0: Come on. Mm-hmm. Go vote in the primary and vote for the candidate that you truly stand behind and believe in. Vote for them. I don't care if you think that they're not going to win. Vote for that person because – your voice can be heard and will be heard if there are so many other people that agree with you. And I think this is the opportunity for us to realize how much, what civic engagement actually looks like and and the extent to which it goes, because it's not just showing up every four years on election day. No, it is showing up every year on election day. There are elections every single year.
1: And here's the negative part. We might have to take a couple more losses before, it turns around. What is it? The, it's darkest right before dawn. That's always the, yes. that's always the saying because because there is going to be a significant power grab that you'll see over the next two years between mm-hmm. the old the, the GOP prior to Trump and then the new and then the the Trumpy inside of the GOP. And it might. There's so
0: many different names for what's going and it's on. It's going party be split right now. But I, I agree with you. I. Do I think that we're going to immediately become this perfect world? No, of course not.
1: A full-on change, which is what I think a lot of people, myself included, Mm -hmm. want, does not happen in two years. It's a long process.
0: Although that is a negative, the positive spin on that is, again, it's an opportunity for us to try. I say it all the time on the show, just do it, just try.
1: But there's a big difference between primaries and generals, and this is what the Democrats do so well. And I'm sorry to make this so political, Lily, but...
0: It's okay. I let's, expected let, it. Let's
1: let's let's have our knife fight in the primary, right? Let's mm-hmm. let's uh let's let's West Side Story on the on the primary. Let's run around in the street. We are not promoting
0: and- <laughs> actual violence here. Right? I want to clarify. We are not promoting actual violence at the moment.
1: Let's let's duke it out in the primary.
0: You're talking about
1: absolutely hypotheticals. Yep. Well, not hypothetical, but yeah, I mean, just have have our argument, have our arguments, mm-hmm. and I don't like this guy, I don't like this lady in the primary. But then when the when the Primary winner is picked, and uh, this is a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. You've got to support them. I know a lot of people, myself included. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever talked about this. I did not vote for Tom Tillis last year.
0: In I the general sh- or in the primary? in the general,
1: I should have, but I was too stubborn and I didn't. Fortunately, he won. But if he had lost, it would have been because of people like me. And your that gut was a- feeling? Would no, have it been- wasn't a gut feeling. It was just no. Your be-
0: gut feeling after that? Yeah, would have been-
1: yeah. I was, I was, be- I was being stupid and emotional. And decided, ah, I don't like Tom Tillis. So I'm not going to vote for him. And I didn't. He was the only, I left, I didn't know, to be fair, I didn't vote for Cal Cunningham. I just didn't vote. I, I just left that section blank. That was a stupid thing to do. You Especially many, being as engaged and as involved as I am. I it, cannot believe that I did that.
0: Yeah. I, I will say I, I don't condone
1: that. N- no, I don't condone it either. I did it.
0: Here's <laughs> the thing is, I when I worked on the campaign, one of our biggest things was the president said we need that Senate seat. Yes. And so we also... Our campaign was the Tillis campaign as well. So we were running. I was I was walking around with Tom Tillis signs, and let me tell you. I So was I. I am not a fan either, but he was our option. We had an opportunity to pick somebody else, and, and we didn't do it. Therefore, he is our option. We have to stand behind him. And, and that is why a lot of Republicans lost, and I can tell you in my personal opinion, that's why I believe Dan Forrest lost, because people left it blank. They just said, I don't support him, left it blank. And look, we saw the negative effects of that.
1: Yes. So I, I, hopefully people can learn from my lesson of being. Use the stubborn. primary,
0: like like he said, use the primary as your fighting ground. That's where you get your voices heard, you get your opinions out and, and you, you well, look,
1: lash I mean, it just, out. Just look at what happened with the Democrat primary. I mean, Kamala Harris was calling Joe Biden a racist and a segregationist in the primary. Now she's the vice president and look, a rapist. Yeah. And, and look at how they've look at how they've congealed the Democrat, mm-hmm. it, it, it was all it was decided Joe is our guy. And how much infighting did you see within Bernie Sanders fell in line as he always did because they pay him off and give him another beach house or whatever? I mean, they just, everybody falls in line. They do that really well. And because we are, we're too um, stuck in our principles and our morals. Here, and- let's
0: put it this way. The main difference is when the Democrats view elections, they view them with strategy. And when Republicans view them, we view them with heart.
1: Because we're more compassionate.
0: Yes. And here's the thing is, trust me, I'm a heart person all the way. However, I understand that it takes a balance to achieve what you really want to achieve. You need to have both. So we need to focus a little bit more next time on strategy and not just on heart. Because, y'all, if we focus completely on heart, we're just going to slowly keep losing these positions.
1: Well, I heard something interesting from the, uh, we'll connect the party chairman of the New Hanover County GOP, Mm -hmm. that even somebody like Tom Tillis that you take is very polarizing. I probably agree with 85% of the things he does as opposed to Cal Cunningham, which I don't know all of his policies, but I presume it is close to – it's probably statistically zero. That is a huge difference. So un, even though I may not agree with certain things that Tom or any other – it's not just Tom, Richard Burr, any, any Republican, mm-hmm. it's still probably 70 to 90% agreement. And we need to just get over that. But it's a hard thing. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and it's principle. Oh, I'm going to stand in my morals, my principle – Okay, well, now you've elected a Democrat, so good job. Hopefully your morals keep you floating.
0: Exactly. So that that's my thing is on the positive side, we need to balance. And not just that, we need balance in government, period, too. I mean, Senate needs to, in Senate, the House, everybody needs to stop doing, this is what I want, yes or no, this is what I want, yes or no. Like, y'all, we can come together and collaborate and compromise as well.
1: I see. I there just, are a lot I of disagree, issues where I, we need to do both. I disagree with you on that. Why? Let me tell you why. Because if you look back, and you and I are both similarly aged, so I'm not speaking from personal experience, but I'm speaking about from from what I've read and what I think I understand, the Republicans have tried that in the past, and it always ends up with the Republicans giving 95% and the Democrats giving five and the Republicans getting their lunch eaten, that's what that's traditionally that what it's always we
0: need to completely drop the idea no, and stop it doesn't. because then we're not going to get anything accomplished at all.
1: Well, and, and, and I mean, I agree with you, but it's like what
0: bills have been put up right now and passed.
1: I honest to God, I have no idea.
0: You know, the Biden administration, I saw a statistic the other day that said the number of executive orders he's had versus the number of passed laws by Congress.
1: I mean, he signed like 70 executive it, it, it orders. Was, it was law.
0: like 50 to zero. It's crazy. And I'm thinking, y'all, con- I'm sorry, we have somebody signing executive orders into law, but Congress hasn't passed a single
1: No, they've been too busy thing? impeaching a private citizen.
0: Impeaching, a- and then and then promoting <laughs> bills where we're trying to make it to where he can't get buried now in yeah. Arlington.
1: And, and giving money to the Wuhan Institute.
0: And I'm like, but why are we <laughs> spending time on that when we have real issues that need to be addressed by everybody right now? We have Texas who... Gosh, I just saw a thing the other day and it was somebody in Texas said my power bill for the last four days is nine hundred and fifty dollars. That's these are issues we need to be addressing right now. Brunswick County just had a a devastating tornado happen that has issues surrounding it that could be solved by the government that we need to focus on. Yeah. Like, let's let's stop with all the pettiness. Let's stop with the partisan politics and get down to what are the issues that the people at our level are seeing and let's fix those because that's why we send people to dc
1: but lily it falls on deaf ears on one side of the aisle that's the problem
0: i know but
1: that, we, that's we the just biggest issue
0: pushing and i agree trying
1: but how many times do you allow how many how many times do you allow your lunch to be eaten before you go okay i'm done and that's i that's that is that is the unfortunate part of what we're of this two what party is system. what is being done that I, I, I do though i, I don't know I don't nothing know. either I know. so you might
0: as well just keep trying
1: yeah, the re- positivity,
0: Nick. The positivity. I,
1: hey, I'm i all for positivity, but I'm a realist. <laughs> and the reality is the Republicans, I think, and I, I, I know this would be a shock to many people. I, I am a Republican, so and I take that for what it's worth. I think we tend to be more lenient and try to be more um, in the middle on certain things and, tr- and try to be compor- and you try to come to a compromise. And I feel I could be wrong, but I feel that it, it is not not all the time. But for the most part, there's rarely compromises that can be made on the line.
0: To be honest, I will give you this. I believe if you were probably to look at the statistics of that, if there were a way that we could do a study within uh, the federal Congress of how many times uh, we cross the aisle versus other cross the aisle on things that we stand for solely on each side, Republicans probably do. Yes. Cross the aisle more on issues that. They do not agree with, and
1: see the, and that's the, but that, but see, that's the thing is the term crossing the aisle has turned into just giving into what the other side wants. When not that's coming
0: what, to the aisle, it, and no, there's oh, where we're going to yeah, find the, yeah, no, the it's, solution. Instead of
1: crossing, the aisle, you're sitting on their lap on the other side, which is not, <laughs> not what you want. It's that, that's the problem. We and, need to
0: come to the aisle, and that needs to be where the exactly, decision is. It's made. not
1: either the Democrats are agreeing 100 percent with the Republicans, which almost never happens, or I and mean, what tends to happen more is you've got people like, uh, you know, the the. The rhino republicans that will vote with the democrats mm-hmm. and you know those names of those people yeah, they the, come up
0: every single main vote that's made exactly
1: changed. there's no uh, there's no aisle being mid it's that is M- true. Mitt romney's practically which sitting why, on the other side of the aisle
0: which is why we need to primary yeah we need a primary but we also need to start putting up candidates and these are questions we need to be asking them in the before the primary happens will you but nobody's be somebody, engaged in
1: the primaries there's your biggest problem there's yes. no engagement. Nobody cares. And that's
0: on us. That, yeah. I say this all the time. It's civic responsibility. It is not the job of government to go to go fight for you if you aren't going to do the little bit that you're asked to do, and that is to be involved, be engaged, and give them feedback.
1: How about you stop spending so much time on Facebook and get involved? Honest to God, I said this on my Sunday night show. I think that the conservative censoring on the Internet will actually be good for us. Because we have we have decided that we wanted to and, and you saw this probably way more than I did in the general election. We spent so much time arguing with people on Facebook instead of doing useful things. It's sickening. It's disgusting. I see all of these names and, and, and just in New Hanover County, I see people that are constantly posting things. I'm like, I've never met you. And I've been to every single GOP event for twelve months. I don't even know who I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yet you are constantly posting on every single Facebook page uh, or every single Republican Facebook page about how you're so upset about this. I I don't even know who you are. I couldn't pick you out in a lineup if I wanted and the to. The
0: thing is, is I get that a lot of people make the comment that we're Republicans. We have jobs. But here's the thing. That's, is the, that's a lot You of don't have to go to these events to be involved in these events. If you want to get involved with the local GOP, but you cannot make it to their meeting schedules, I promise you, you can reach out to the the party and ask, how can I help with what I have to offer? And it's possible, I promise. But, you know, that's the biggest thing is we affect all of the change throughout the whole entire government system of the United States starting here. It all starts here, which I love having great conversations with you, Nick. But I do want to get onto the next little part that I think is very important that you know a lot on, so I want you to talk on it. Is Y'all, we have an election coming up in Wilmington for city council and for mayor. Yep. The importance of this is insane, especially if you're a Republican. If you're Republican, I promise you from all the Facebook views, I definitely saw that um, this past campaign cycle that the Wilmington city council did a lot of things that you didn't necessarily agree with. You were very vocal about it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Now's the time that you can go. Do something about it, because you can go vote for city council. Because some of those seats are up. Nick, well, can you give of, them more specific, more specifics on that one?
1: Yeah. So there are three city council seats, and by the way, you'll have to look at your address. The what is considered the city of Wilmington mm-hmm. is very weird. Um, it's just a. It's just.
0: All of our areas are yeah, shaped. It's,
1: it's just a very odd de- Like you think Wilmington, you think of just like downtown. No, it's like all the way up to like parts of Mayfair. It's super weird. So look at where you are and, and make sure that you are in the city of Wilmington. But even if you're not, there are three city council races that are, that are up one mayoral, uh, seat. Um, there's one announced Republican. He had his event, uh, Monday of this past week. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, Jonathan. You've got a key. Um, who is a-, That's a tongue
0: twister. Yes,
1: it is. Um, <laughs> He, you see
0: the name that you probably can't pronounce that's it
1: he teaches i believe brazilian jiu-jitsu and owns a restaurant um in uh next to the food line uh over in the mayfair area on uh, eastwood mm-hmm. behind the bp gas station in the BBT. local business uh, man also an immigrant yep. venezuelan immigrant mm-hmm. he always says uh Venezuelan by, I think he says Venezuelan by birth, American by choice. Yep. He's a his citizen, went through the whole process, um, and he's running for city council. I got sent some pictures, some uh, text messages and, and Facebook messages last night. He is already being crucified online, making up complete falsehoods. about. I'll show you them after the show because it's very disturbing. Um, So he's already being crucified, as you'd expect. Um, But this... Te-
0: and he was active this last
1: election cycle as well 10 or 11,000 votes wins if 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 republicans turn out and again you have to look at where you live but if republicans turn out in the city council election between like 10 and 12,000 for each candidate and mayor Mm -hmm. we will sweep the city of wilmington
0: well didn't his event the other night too have a ton of people at it
1: they were expecting i spoke with uh him and his campaign folks there um they were expecting like 50 or 60 people i believe there was almost 125
0: Packed. Yo, that's for city council. Hacked.
1: Like, I showed up like 10 minutes early, and I was like, oh, there'll be a couple people. And I walked inside, and there was no seats left. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Good thing I got to sit in the VIP area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's Because you know people, because you were involved. <laughs> but-, but it right? was just,
1: I walked in, and I was like, oh, and-, and the craziest thing about it, Lily, and I said this to to a couple people that were there, I said, I don't recognize anybody here. Which is good.
0: I knew quite a few people from the campaign that went. I saw and um, that's from a, my end.
1: I saw maybe a dozen people I knew, mm-hmm. which I found to be crazy because I have been to literally every event. If there was an event, I was there. Nick Craig is there, and
0: I always get a text. Hey, are you going?
1: <laughs> if there's an, I mean, even you and I even went to the the some of the the school things that they had down here at the the, the reopen the school things over there at mm-hmm. the Board of Elections and. I saw so many people at his event that I had never seen before, and that that was, for, first of all, it was very encouraging. Um, but I think it really showed, going back to what I said earlier, you know, after we took that loss in November, yep. that people really decided, okay, you know, now what? is
0: not the time to take a step back from politics. It's a time to take ten steps forward. It's
1: time to jump forward. I
0: yeah. mean, it's <laughs> like don't even walk. Yeah, don't Just... even walk. You get, just gotta dive right in. Those
1: shoes with springs on them, and, and hop, <laughs> hop, hop all the way across the aisle. Well, not across the aisle, but all the all the way across the street. Make
0: it flip and fly, but yes, here.
1: So that was that was great. <laughs> um, there, you know, there there hopefully will be two more Republicans. And by the way, there's no there's no primaries in municipal elections. So and and and, and, and this mm-hmm. goes back to what I said earlier. The there nobody gets to decide who runs. If I decided tomorrow I wanted to run as a Democrat for city Your council name
0: will be on that list.
1: Exactly. And the Democrat party has, can't say anything about it. As long as I'm a registered, I don't even know if you have to be a registered Democrat, but if, as long as I register, I believe
0: you do have to be registered to run as that party, okay. but you don't have to be registered to run.
1: Yes. So as long as I was met the guidelines, the age, I've filed all my paperwork with the state board of elections. Mm-hmm. I could be on the ballot tomorrow, yes. which I believe the cutoff is sometime in August or July. Um, for for those another thing that i want
0: to point out as well um for my platform is if if you are thinking about hey i want to get involved i want to run or you want to get involved by helping with campaigns and stuff please feel free to reach out to me because i can get you connected i will get you connected because
1: and this is a great seat to this is a great um you know obviously a lot of people say like oh i want to be you know i want to run for senate i want to run for for state house and yes you can win those seats charlie mill is a great example of it Mm -hmm. i don't believe he's outside i don't believe he'd ever held is was he, he wasn't elected into his uh position at the sheriff's department right that's
0: no but he was elected to school board okay he served right. on the school board i apologize about
1: that so mm-hmm. um
0: he worked his way up yes he started with school board
1: yes that's the key that's the point. And I'm then
0: worked it. his way to State House. And then who knows, maybe Charlie Miller will take one for the team and go even higher.
1: But you don't <laughs> you don't just decide that I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run I'm gonna run against David Rouser. You don't just yeah, decide no.
0: that. You, you start down here, start local. I mean local's where most of the fun happens anyways, guys. Yeah. I mean you you have more say locally than you do at the federal level. You can accomplish more here than you can up in D C.
1: You want some more positivity? I don't know. Yes, you do. I think you do. <laughs> I have said since the election multiple times, while I'm not happy that Joe Biden is in there, the direct impact that he has on your life and even the direct impact that Donald Trump has on your life, for the most part, mm-hmm. very minuscule. Yep. There are certain things, health care, if you look back at Obama, taxes, absolutely. But waking up every morning, taking a shower and going to work the president of the United States has arguably no impact on that. Not just that
0: there are certain states that are also proving the power of the state versus the federal government that we are starting to take back as conservatives. We support States over federal any, any day of the week. Absolutely. And so I think another amazing thing to remember is that our States are starting to take back the whole concept of our United States government is made on checks and balances. And one of those is the States check the federal government. Federalism. So the federal government can do things, but then our state can turn around and say, oh, nope, not how we're going to do well, it. Well, you here. saw it with
1: Trump. You had many Democrat uh, governors across the state coming out and and, and just completely ignoring whatever state or, yep. or federal things were passed. I mean,
0: I mean, he- right now we're seeing it with Florida. You know, Florida's having to fight for themselves, too, because of the fact that um, there's been talk of of people at the federal government level trying to make you know, specific mandates that affect like Florida travel. And I'm like, you can't do that. Well,
1: I mean, look at uh, look at marijuana. It Mm -hmm. is federally illegal. And there are what now half a dozen states, if not more, where it is recreationally legal. You know that the feds could roll up into that state and literally arrest everybody. But But they they won't. won't. But it is federally illegal. Marijuana outside. I don't even know if it's medically uh, federally legal is is recreationally. We just
0: got hemp. To be completely legal. So I don't believe that marijuana is medically federal, legally, but that's crazy that
1: like the, the FBI or whatever group could roll up into a state like Colorado or Washington or California
0: also because they understand and respect that. Yes states have that right exactly but there's, so that's but, why i tell people get involved here but there's like,
1: but there's but there's that great example the state like colorado their mm-hmm. state legislature had decided hey we want ma- marijuana to be legalized recreationally and the federal government said hey we don't like this but yep. again the feds aren't s- just showing up and arresting the hundreds of thousands of people because it would be first of all it would be a terrible look and yep. the reality is the states are independent
0: and let me also clarify they pay their
1: taxes they're they do mm-hmm. their thing
0: and let me clarify and remind you guys as well that it is not David Rouser and Tom Tillis making that state decision that would legalize it here if we're talking on the same subject. No. It is your Charlie Miller's yes. and Bill Rabin's that make those decisions. Yeah. So it's and the rest completely of them. Michael local. Lee. Yeah. For things that affect your state internal. Mm-hmm. That's why I say local, local, local. Yeah. Local local somewhere.
1: I don't even think some people I don't even think some people knew until recently that there was even a state legislature i'm not even sure people knew what that was
0: people don't and you'd be surprised like you think
1: oh like oh a uh, charlie Miller? yeah he's up in washington dc no he's not
0: he's in raleigh
1: he's in raleigh <laughs> he's at this yeah but hey, oh i i voted for him he's yeah. a what is he a, he's a he's a senate he's a house oh yeah he's yeah. in, in dc no he's and actually I never not want
0: to make people that think these things like i don't want to make these people feel demeaned by any way <laughs> because it is not your fault that our education system failed you. how would you know
1: it, it's, exactly. it says Republican House, Republican Senate. You think, OK, he's in he's in Washington.
0: Yep. Because I can tell you for a fact, I didn't learn about local when I was in school. No. How would and you? I even took government classes that were college level and still didn't learn about local government? I mean, we learned the basics, but they never explained to us. Yeah. Everything you have federally, you also have a separate local one. You know, like I didn't even know that the mayor and city council's races were in between election years. Like that.
1: I, there are still people that don't know that those races are yes. coming up. Those it? are coming up. Like, November 2nd, this year,
0: this year, those, those races also look into all the rest of the races as well. Cause I'm pretty sure there are going to be some in Brunswick, more in new Hanover as well. So if you're not in those areas, look into that. Your election might be this year for your mayor and city council.
1: Oh yeah. Local mayors. Like you think of little, like Carolina beach. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I don't think it's this year, but Carolina beach. Uh, I think Bolivia has got yep. a, a mayor. Uh, there's,
0: so many. Yeah. And it's an easy way to get involved, too. Um, even if you don't want to run for those positions, you want to dip your toes into how campaigns work? Start there. Start there. Why not? There's
1: no excuse unless you're lazy. That's the only excuse. See,
0: I'm more positive than Nick. It's not. It's... <laughs> Nick calls you out for it. I'm more of the... But you did, can do it, though. What did you say, earlier? You, you don't have
1: to be involved. I'm thinking... Uh, you would look back to the the, the to the general election. Mm-hmm. I saw you it five or six days a week, if not more. Because Why do you think
0: we're friends? Because there was a to hang out with me. There was
1: an event every day. <laughs> yep. I mean, there was lit- now I oh, I work, I've got kids. Okay, fine. But you've got your weekends free. There was an event. There was arguably an event every single day mm-hmm. for three, four months. Yep. So, and, and, and I saw people that I never met
0: people bringing their kids. Oh God. Yeah. Absolutely. Because of course they're like, I can't pay for childcare to come to this, but I'm going to come to this and we would say, bring them, bring the kids. I love working with kids anyway. So I, I thought it was amazing And it's also cool to be able to bring your kids, too, and teach them about civic engagement. I mean, at the school board meeting, there were um, kids there with their parents learning about how they can have a voice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's absolutely amazing. Now, since we only have a few minutes left, we do have, I always talk about the segment Locals Only on this show. I don't, Nick, I don't know if you've been following what I've been doing much, but we do locals only, where basically my goal is to go try all these local spots, like you guys know how they are. And I that's feel your, like,
1: that's that's how you excuse going out and drinking is say, calling it locals. It's only. not
0: <laughs> only breweries and bars. Okay, I go to restaurants too. <laughs> PT's Grill was my last oh
1: my one. God. That is it the just, biggest scam in the world.
0: <laughs> it is not. Oh my gosh, the one the ones I was gonna talk about today weren't all breweries and stuff. So
1: do you consider it, Craig? Do you cons- – okay, go I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's true.
0: Anyways, show. so <laughs> Locals Only is all about supporting local <laughs> businesses.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And <laughs> I'm just – this is great. This is great, guys. I wish you were in the studio because even TK is jumping on ship on this one. <laughs> so, well, now I feel bad about talking about this, but I'm going to anyways because it's my show. But I was going to mention how last night for the first time I
1: tried <laughs> – <laughs>
0: Two local things.
1: What did you do last night, Lily?
0: (laughs) We went to Waterline Brewery.
1: (laughs) Oh, Waterline Brewery. I don't believe they sell food there, do they?
0: They don't, but they had Wheels Pizza Ah, truck there. Yes. Which is the main reason why I wanted to go, because I've been trying to have Wheels Pizza, but they're one of those food trucks that really only says where they're going day of. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to be here today. Yeah,
1: you ordered pizza. It was pretty good.
0: It was good, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For,
1: for, For a, you know, it's not, for a. But Van Pizza. I mean, it's not. It wasn't like if you're if you're expecting New York City. five-star you, you, pe- you have to
0: compare it to. You have to manage expectations. Yes, exactly. Of course. Of for, course. For what it
1: was, it was very good.
0: Exactly. So good. Yeah. Highly recommend Wheels Pizza, guys, and Waterline Brewery. Brewery. I've had their <laughs> their brews um, <laughs> from sure. other places before, but <laughs> Nick Craig calling me out. I promise, I don't have a drinking problem. <laughs> I just enjoy going out for a drink. Sometimes. So or there two, we go. Or three
1: or four.
0: Whatever. And, <laughs> and so we have waterline and wheels pizza.
1: Waterline's really good. I didn't it realize is. how many beers they had.
0: They also do, um, shows sometimes. So they'll have local comedians. Um, my friend Taylor and her family, they they keep telling me they went to a comedy show there once and they just died the whole time. Like it was so funny. Yeah. And I think that's great. Cause then you have a local business supporting a local food truck. Who's also supporting a local comedian
1: I walked up to the bar and I was like, can I get a waterline? Because normally they only have, like if you go to, if you go to restaurants. They,
0: Wait, at waterline?
1: Uh, what, you went up to the bar uh, and, and I, said, and, can I get and, a waterline? And, and I explained to the to the bartender that if you go to almost any restaurant, they always have the waterline culture. And you just say, can I get a waterline? It's the only beer that, it's most, that's almost the only yes, beer Yes, but
0: when have. you go to the brewery. Well, I understand.
1: So I said, out of habit, I said, can I get a waterline? She goes, this is a waterline. And I said, <laughs> I mean. A waterline
0: guy. And y'all, she was awesome too. Yeah, she was, she was um she made the experience even better. She was so so nice right I'm when sure she walked in the door. Right now. Probably not. <laughs> but if she is, shout out to the woman that worked at Waterline last night because she was just so like personable, funny. Great playlist. Yes. Great music. Uh, we kept joking about all the music we were gonna play today. We just didn't, but it's fine. But um, yeah, that, they're great. And then another place that I kind of wanted to say that we're going after this for a friend's birthday is brunches. I love brunches in Wilmington. Their food is so good. They it's called it. brunches. Stop it. Yes, they have drinks too. <laughs> but their food is amazing. We go there for food, and they just opened their indoor dining rooms at both locations So I definitely want to shout out and promote brunches as well. And goodness gracious, don't I love having Nick Craig on this show?
1: Yeah, I'll never be back. It's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. He's coming back. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you so much, Nick, for coming on and talking. Basically, moral of the story, as always, guys, local is so important. Now is the time to get civically engaged, uh, learn more about what it is, what local politics is, You can come to my platform to do that. You can always reach out to me as well at Awaken to Greatness on Instagram, Facebook, email, all the hoopla. We're here to educate, encourage, and take action within our communities through politics, faith, and life. And
1: You can also hear me tomorrow night at seven.
0: Oh, that is true. Against the norm with Nick Craig.
1: If you want more of if you want this show without the positivity, (laughs) just listen tomorrow night at seven.
0: That's a great way to put it. And on that note, Nick Craig, gosh, thank you so much for coming on, and I just hope that everybody listening and you as well can just awaken to greatness all the time. Y'all have a good one. Ah!